Spirit, if I have your way this morning, we submit under you, O God, and we resist the works of the enemy. We resist that which the enemy has put in place to attack us in any way in the name of Jesus. We resist that which the enemy has put in place to attack our mind and attack our understanding, attack the knowledge we have received from you, O God, in the name of Jesus. We continue to submit under your power. Move and do what only you can do in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Precious Father, we love you. We appreciate you so much for this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beloved, I have started a, a series and I want to continue. The series is very simple. We said that this month is our month of purpose. And on the, one, on, on the Wednesday, I said that this is the time that a lot of us must sit down and, and study. Immediately, I said it is our month of purpose. I was thinking that even when we come online, everybody, even on the, on the WhatsApp page, will be here. People that are always calling you and telling you that the things are not working for, for me. Things are there. They are the ones that when the Lord brings us something to teach us, they are the ones that will not even come. And after that, next year, next month, they will be coming again. May have decided that if you come with, I, I am not seeing top, I am, you, you will sit down. I won't mind you. I, that is the decision I have taken. Because if you, are, if you have decided not to learn, then what, 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 what is going to happen? If you don't sit up, you don't go sit down. I don't go mind you. So we are pushing. Yes, please, I can add you, sir. So you take my number and you send me high, please. Just send me high, I will add you. That's my number, please. You can send me high anytime. I'm at Santa Debbie. I called you yesterday. You didn't mind me. I won't say anything. God bless you too. I won't say anything. Okay, so by the grace of God, we have started a series that we have titled Purpose. Okay, so on the first day I talked about destiny. And then on the on the Wednesday, I talked about my purpose. Today I want to enter into the seven principles of purpose. There are some principles that we've got to know, and I want you to learn something. I, I'm just going to give a recap of what we've learned so far and then we push. Nana, please, you're welcome. I just want to give a... You're waiting seriously. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> yes. So I said that the reason why I have been making noise in this entire month and in this month I will continue to make noise is that there are some things I want you to know. So I will continue to make noise. It doesn't matter who wants to stop me. I will continue to make noise. There are some things I want you to understand in this life. Life is not about dressing good and walking around. Sir, there are some things that you need to make life reasonable, beautiful for your life. There are some things that you need. That is why I have, I have made sure that this month I will be making noise into your ears. So that you come back and know that life is very important. So I said that the worst thing that can happen to a man is to be living and not know why he is alive. Most of us are living, but we don't know why we are alive. So we sleep, we wake up, we eat, we dress, we have sex, we drink, and we think that that is life. But the Lord has given unto each and every one of us something called life. And because it is a gift, one day, one day, He will ask you questions about it. How you used it, it is very important. 
God in his infinite wisdom has placed in everybody life. And it is called life with a purpose. You are alive not for just being alive's sake. You are not alive because God wants to add to the numbers of people alive. Sir, you are alive because the Lord is having a particular purpose for your life. And I told you on the Wednesday that men, every one of us, we are created to solve a problem. And immediately you know that you are able to know the problem that the Lord wants you to solve. Then you know that you are you are you are working in the purpose. So you and I, we are on this earth to solve a problem. <laughs> So I said that when the purpose of life is not understood, life ends with regrets. I will say these three things until the month goes over, or the month is over, or the month will be over. I will say these three things. I said when the purpose of life is not understood, life will always end with regrets. Had I known, I should have done this, I should have done that, I should have gone here, I should have attended school, I should have that. Most of us, even today, we are still regretting over opportunities that we never took, over things that we didn't do when, when it presented itself. Many of us, we have missed opportunities, opportunities that we should have undertaken. We have missed those opportunities and because of that, life has become so difficult for us. Listen, when the purpose of life is not known, Life ends with regrets. Number two, when the purpose of life is not known, when the purpose of life is not understood, life is lived as a burden. You'll be walking around as if you are carrying things on your head because you don't know the reason why you exist. You'll be walking around carrying things that are not known. You'll be walking around with burdens because the purpose of life is not known and it's not understood. The third one I say, and I will continue to say, that when the purpose of life is not understood, disaster is inevitable. Those that do not know the reason why they exist, today they crash, tomorrow they crash. Today they are crying, tomorrow they are crying. Today they are, they are not happy. Tomorrow they will not be happy. Why? Because the purpose of life is not understood. And when a man may, loses or misses the purpose of life, you will crash. You will crash. You will crash. There are a lot of us living on this earth and we don't know the reason why we are living. You will crash. You will get here today. You will get there tomorrow. You will go here today. You will start this business. You will stop. Because you don't know the reason why you exist. So you follow trend. You don't follow path. You follow what people are doing. Today people are selling clothes. You also go and sell clothes. Today people are selling taco. You also want to sell taco. Today your friends have become malam. So you also want to be a malam. Today your friends are scamming. You also want to be a scammer. Because you don't know the reason why you exist. You don't know the purpose of which the Lord created you. And it has become a problem. And most of us you are just living on this edge just like that. We go here from here to there, to I also I also travel. Somebody has gone to Dubai, so you also want to go to travel. You want to go to Dubai. Have you asked the Lord whether Dubai is part of your destiny? Have you asked the Lord that you need to enter into Dubai on before you fulfill your destiny? These are the questions I want you to ask. I want you to ask yourself. The fact that everybody in your family is a prophet does not mean you are also a prophet. Go to the Lord and ask him, am I also a prophet? Or you have called me to, a, to be a teacher. The reason why I possibly want to be a prophet is that everybody is a prophet. So I want to be in competition. Now today's generation, we are in strong competition with others, with each other. And because of that, 
all of us we are doing things that we think are good but they are not right so i told you on the wednesday that not all good things are right most of us we are doing things that are good in our eyes but they are not right because it is not part of our purpose it is not part of our purpose so most of us we are doing things according to us it is good but it's not right so i told you that there is difference between good and right some things may look good to you but not right So I said all these things on Wednesday. I want to enter into Allah May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. And on the Wednesday, I told you that when Jesus came on this earth, if he decided to be part of the Sanhedrin, you know, he, he, he came with a calling. He had a calling upon his life. So let's say that when Jesus came, he decided to work with the Sanhedrin. He decided to work with the priests. He decided to work with these people. He wouldn't have been able to fulfill his purpose. But this man came on this earth knowing who he was and knowing what he carried. He was able to walk around with purpose. So anytime he attends to anything, the first thing that he addresses is his purpose. Don't you know? Don't you know? He told the mother that don't you know? Don't you know the reason why I exist? Don't you know that I am here to do my father's will? I have not come to do the will of, of, of myself. I have come to do my father's will. There is a reason my father sent me onto this earth. There is a reason I came through you as a son and you being my mother. But the truth is that I have not come to answer to your will. But I have come to answer to the will of my father. Sir, there is the, 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 the fact that your father and mother gave birth to you does not mean that they hold the keys to your purpose. No. The keys to your purpose is in the hands of the Lord. Therefore, you have to go back to him and ask. That your purpose is not in the hands of men. I will get there. Your purpose is not in the hands of your, of, of your man of God. It's not in the hands of your mother. It's not in... They can tell you but the one that can give you clarity is the Lord. The one that can give you clarity is the Lord. So even when he was 12 years, he found himself in the temple of Jerusalem asking questions. <laughs> when the mother was looking for him, what did he tell him? He said, I must be about my father's business according to Luke chapter number 2, verse 48 and verse 49. When the mother saw him, he said, don't you know that I have to do what is right? Don't you know that I am about to, I, I am, I am going about my father's business. This is why I exist. So I didn't come on this earth to be roaming about and wasting my time uh, uh, in universities and wasting my time in this. This is the purpose of which I exist, and that is what I must undertake. So that is why, at the age of twelve, I am finding myself in the midst of grown men. I came with a particular purpose. What is your purpose? For what reason are you on this earth? Are you here to add up to the numbers? Are you in the church to add up to the numbers? Are you marrying because everyone is marrying? Is that the reason why you are you are so interested in marriage? Hmm. Hmm. I remember the other day. When Peter tried to talk Jesus out of his purpose, he rebuked him. When Jesus was saying that he's going to die, Peter was standing there saying, Who told you you would die? You won't die. Because Peter didn't know that before Jesus could live, he had to die. Peter didn't know that part of the plans of God demands that Jesus would die. 
So he was rebuking Jesus. You won't die. You won't die. You won't die today. You won't die tomorrow. And Jesus said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. Because you don't know the purpose of God for my life. You want to talk me out of, of my purpose. Get thee behind me. You have no idea what the Lord wants to do. Get thee behind me. At that particular time, Jesus was calling say, uh, uh, Peter, Satan. Why? Because why? Because you want to. You, you, he wants to talk him out of his purpose. And because of that, even Jesus said that you, you, are Anyone that wants to distract you from your purpose is a devil to you. You have no idea. It's an enemy to you. Anyone that is telling you that maybe you have heard from God that this particular thing is the reason why you exist and, and you have started undertaking it and people are saying that no, 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 you can't do this. No, 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 you are not supposed to do this. Do that. Follow me. Follow the family. Have you seen anybody in, in this family doing that? Most of us, the reason why we are not able to know our purpose is that we are following family trends. And my grand, my, 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 my uncle, my uncle was a pastor. Okay, so I, I so it means that pastorship is in this family, so I also have to be a pastor. Maybe. My great grandfather was a nurse. My mother was a nurse. My grandmother was a nurse. Oh, then the the, the onsen has fallen upon me. Go and ask, go and ask Mary and Joseph whether they were having anybody in the family who was a man of God who had come as a savior. Jesus appeared. The Bible says that he appeared like a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> in this generation if you sound different people look at you some way men are always against those that are pursuing their purpose that is the nature of men men are always against people pursuing their purpose let me quote it well for you to know even the devil doesn't want men to fulfill their purpose so the devil will do all that he can to make sure that you will not be in the purpose that the Lord has placed upon your life. Because he knows that immediately you take up your purpose, you will become effective. A man that is effective is a man working in the purpose that the Lord has for him. An effective man is a man working in the right purpose. You cannot call yourself effective when you are not working in your, in your right purpose. <laughs> you cannot be walking in people's steps and say you are being effective. So the other day I told you that there are some people, they are rich but they are not fulfilled. There are some people, they have traveled all over the world but they are not fulfilled. There are some people, they have climbed almost every altar in, in Ghana and in the world, yet they are not fulfilled. Because maybe that is not the purpose of God for them. The Bible says that many are the plans in a man's heart. That's notwithstanding. The Bible says, nevertheless, it is the purpose of the Lord that shall stand. Today I take you through to the, through the seven principles of purpose. Seven principles of purpose. <laughs> you need to understand these principles. I don't know whether I can finish, but I will see. Even if it casts, maybe I'll come for one hour, then I close. <laughs> I want you to understand these principles. If you're able to understand these principles, you'll be able to live and you will be able to learn and live in your purpose. Number one, are you ready to write something? We are learning, you know, you should you. 
I have a lot of great women and great men on the platform. I salute you all. We are learning. We are learning. And come and know why you are meeting me. You are meeting me. You are meeting me. Number one. What is the first principle? The first principle states that God is the God of purpose. God. This man just, that just typed, God bless you, Papa, is a lecturer. Let's look at my two by four English. If it is not grace, tell me what it is. Is somebody typing for me? Number one, God is a God of purpose. For me, I present to you that God is a purposeful being. The Lord will say, He is a purposeful being. Everything the Lord has created, He has a purpose for it. Everything. Everything God has created, He has a purpose behind creating it. He created dog, He has a purpose. Allah now, now, if you go back to Genesis, if you go back to the book of creation, you will see that everything the Lord created, He stated the use. Mm. I don't know whether you have read that. He stated the use. He created light to give light to give, to, to, to give light to the firmament, firmament. He created the moon to do this during, during the night to give, uh, everything. Because he is a purposeful God. And one thing about him is that before he created, he even established his purpose. Listen, before God created everything you see, he had already established his purpose. I, I, I spoke about that on Monday so I can't, I can't go there again this is the God we serve so it is telling you and I that the Lord we serve he didn't create us out of mistake and you hear people say that my mom and my dad they were not ready and, 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 and they gave birth to me so I am a mistake who told you it wasn't your mother and your father that manufactured you they only went into a wrong act but the product is not wrong <laughs> is somebody here with me they entered into the wrong act but not the wrong product the Lord doesn't make mistake mm. is somebody here with me I said the Lord, he doesn't make mistake. <laughs> whatever he has done, whatever he has created, he did it intentionally. He did it meaningfully. And he, and he is guaranteed that it will succeed. It is men that are disappointing God. God never disappoints. God, he never disappoints. He never created anything out of out of mistake. And the Bible says that Psalm 33 verse 11 says the plans of the Lord stand forever. The purposes of his heart 
through all generations there is a purpose in the heart of god that is why he created you beautifully there is a purpose in god's heart that is why he positioned you in that family why didn't god create me and position me in the land of uk why well, I, I i always want to be maybe i want to be in canada maybe i want to be in america maybe i want to be most of us that has been our desires that Ghana is hard. This is the, this is the one. Oh God, why did you create me? There are some of us. Sometimes you hear this youth saying that, why did God even create a black man? And I said that, I said, this is an insult. This is an insult to your creator. You are asking God why he created you and brought you on this earth. Instead of you to find the reason behind you. The reason behind God creating you and positioning you in Ghana. All of us cannot be positioned on the land of UK. All of us cannot be positioned in America. The Lord knows why he positioned you in that poor family. The Lord knows why he positioned you on the land of the Fanti. The Lord knows why he positioned you as an effort. So you cannot throw your identity away and claim I'm not that person's identity. It is because we don't know our purpose. It is because we don't know why we assist. That is why most of us, we make certain comments. That are, in, that are so distasteful unto God. Rao says that the plans of the Lord they stand forever. The reason why He created you is stands forever, and it will, it will it will forever and ever stand. And the purposes of His heart through all generations, no man can change the purpose of which God created the sun. No man. The purpose of which God created the moon, no man can change it. And if science cannot change the reason or the purpose behind creating the moon, then who told you that a man can change the purpose of God for creating your life? Who said it? Who said it? My Lord Shadabaha. And I read something in there. Isaiah chapter number 55 verse 10. The Bible says that as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bath and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Whatever the Lord is doing, He has a reason behind. There is a purpose why you and I will exist. And we have to search for that purpose. We have to swear. Let me say we have to swear. We have to search. Sorry. So even before He created Pastor Francis, He knew he had the purpose for Pastor Francis. Look at, look at where Pastor Francis has passed in life. Look at the schools he has attended. It is part of the plan. So on the Wednesday, I told you that the why of life is the purpose. And the how of life. Who remember what I said about the how? The how of life is the plan. The why of life is purpose. And the how, how will it come to pass? Is the plan. Is the plan. Is the plan. So even before God created male and female, created animals, He had the plan already in Him. He had the originality in Him. He had the concept before He created.
created you, sir. So the other day he told Joshua, he told Joshua, even when you were a clot of blood, even when you were like a clot of blood in your mother's womb, I had already called you to be a prophet. And you are there. And you, all that you are saying to yourself is that you are useless. God, why did you create me? Why am I struggling too much? Sir, you are struggling because you have disconnected yourself from the purpose. You are struggling before, because you have disconnected yourself. You are struggling because you don't have the, the real understanding of why you exist. You are struggling because you are following people and not following God. You are struggling because you are determining your success by how people are moving on in life. Mama Sarah, you're welcome. Arise, please, you're welcome. Yes, that is why you are struggling. And that is why we are struggling. When a man is not able to understand and to know his purpose on this earth, say, let me tell you, when you ask the architects, all these big, big buildings you are seeing, it was once in the mind of somebody. Even before the building was erected, it was already established in the mind of the architect. Two of us. That is why we call something site plan. We plan. Anyone that will just get up and want to build, it will. No, you can't be carry on. Upon what plan are you building? That is how God is. That is how God. That is how God. He do His things. That is how He does His things. Before He created you, He had you in His mind. He is a master planner. He is a man. He knows that one day you you will be hungry. He knows that before you achieve that purpose, you will be hungry. He knows that for you to achieve that purpose, you will go through the hands of your stepmother. You will go through the hands of your stepfather. You will go through the hands of your auntie. It is not a mistake. It is not a mistake. He knows that one day you will get sick and they will rush you to the hospital. You won't die. You will come back. It is part of the plan. <laughs> He knows that one day you will eat curry and sleep. He knows that one day you will fast. He knows that one day you will be tempted. It is not new to him. But even as you go through all these things, you ask him, what is your plan for my life? What is the purpose, O Lord, Show me, show me my purpose. Reveal my purpose unto me. Reveal my the reason why you created me. Sir, there is an original intention of God for everybody. There is an original intention. He has something in mind. He has something in mind. Before creating you. 
he doesn't guess no 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 he doesn't guess he doesn't make mistakes he's a master planner he's a master architect oh nipa architect where you trust even in 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 a man that is an architect and you don't trust in 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 the almighty architect our father is a master planner sir So he has a purpose. It will take me into the next principle. The next principle says that God created everything with a purpose. <laughs> so it is taking me into that. Number two, God created everything with a purpose. God created everything with a purpose in mind. There was something in his mind before he created you. And he also created that thing with the ability to fulfill purpose. Mommy, the Lord has placed in you an ability to fulfill that purpose. God created everything with a purpose. He created the sun with a purpose. Mention them. A moon with a purpose. He created the sloth with a purpose. He created the snail with a purpose. Talk to me. He created the eagle with a purpose. He created the ants. Ants. Ants with a purpose. You have no idea. He created an, an animal that is so technical like bee. He created the bee with a purpose. If there had not been any bee, you and I, we wouldn't have gotten only. Do you know how only comes to pass? When, 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 men, when men are able to manufacture only, it is not richer than when the bee manufactures honey. Ask those that are into honey, honey farming. Their honey can never be more quality than what the bee. Than what the bee is able. He created the gold with a purpose. And the Galamsayas understand <laughs> How man you? <laughs> thank you, thank you for, for making me laugh. Hey! Whatever the Lord created, He did that with a reason. And I want you to know that you don't make something until you know what you want, what you want, and why you want it. So before God created Papa Bafo, he knew what he wanted and why he wanted him. And Sana Radibe created Mama Favor. No? He knew what he wanted and why he wants it. Yes. Because also they are no boy, Elvis. In him, in his mind, he knew what he wanted, and what is why he created him. Because one thing I have come to understand is that the purpose of something determines its nature. The purpose of something determines its design, and the purpose of something determines its futures. It is the purpose that will determine the nature. So look at how I talk. 
if this is the purpose of God for my life, it means that he, he gave me this voice. So, so there are some people when they, when they want to preach like how I preach, they will, they will get tired. I'm telling you. Because it is an ability. And it is the purpose of something that determines its nature. And it is the purpose of it is the purpose that determines the design. So the Lord wants the sun to shine so bright. So look at how the Lord has designed the sun. Look at how the Lord has designed the snail. Mention them. Look at how the Lord has designed the lizard. Look at how the Lord has designed the elephant. Look at how the Lord has designed the horse. Because of its purpose. Look at its design. Look at its nature. And look at its feature. It can carry loads. Look at how the Lord created camel. It doesn't run fast. But it can go far. Did you hear what I said? Look at the camel. It doesn't run fast. But it can go far. In the olden days, it was their means of transport. God bless you. In the olden days, it was their means of transport. So if anyone wants to travel, they were using the camel. Even the Egyptians were using chariots. Chariots was made up of horses. Near the cat as also. So the purpose of which God created everyone determines the nature of the person. The nature of the person. It determines the design of the person. <laughs> and it determines the future. So God created everything with a purpose. That is why we need to go to Him if we want to know. That is why we have to go back to Him if we want to know the true purpose of which He created us. When, so when you see men are failing, don't be quick and say it is witchcraft. Get closer and, and find for yourself whether they are still connected to God. It is not every man that goes through pain when it comes to business. That is witchcraft. Sometimes get closer to them and inquire from them whether they are walking in their purpose or they are, they are, they are just with men. I'm telling you. Every one of us is here for a reason. There is a purpose why you are on here today. Said there are a lot of people preaching. There are a lot of people prophesying. Why didn't you go for prophecy? There are better preachers than me. Why didn't you go there? There is a reason. So you don't you don't say that uh, I came on this earth by mistake. Say never mention that word. That because uh, because your mother and your father they uh, your father didn't wed your mom. Before giving birth to you, so you think, no, 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 don't be saying that because you are born one. Then, then, then if you disqualify yourself by a mistake, some people can even tell themselves that they are a mistake. Nobody is a mistake. Nobody is a mistake. I want you to understand this. 
nobody. Before a car manufacturer will manufacture a car, the truth is that in the mind of the of that manufacturer, the car has already been produced in their mind. That is how God is. Even before your mom met your dad. Even before. Even before your mom met your dad. And for your dad to propose. For your mom to assert. Look at how your mom was doing that guy. Your mom didn't, didn't like to uh, assert. Even that. The Lord knew. That you come from that place. I'm going to think every day they are thinking about it. Look at how your mom was treating that. But even that, the Lord was having it in his mind, in his plans. That one that whether your mom likes it or not, that is where you come from. The way how he treated your father. Sometimes some of us, some of some of the fathers, they, they need to go and fetch water. All because of you. Some of us, we, 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 some of the men, they need to go and and <laughs> it's part of the plans. mistake. God, why did you create me this way? You have no idea. And some of us, how our mothers have suffered before they gave birth to us. They married for 10 years, no child. Until you appeared. You appeared for a reason. They married for 5 years, no child. And you were the one coming. You were already in the plans of God, about to be released. But it wasn't time. So the Lord had to delay. So most of our parents, they have been through child-bearing delays. Not because of anything, because of you and I. Because of how God is preparing you to introduce you to your world. There are some of us, if, we, if our mom and our dad gave birth to us early, we would have died. Because maybe that time, there was a witch living in the family. That was making sure that no great man would come out. So the Lord had to delay. The Lord had to delay your birth. For the, man, for the witch to die. For that woman to die. For that man to die. Before the Lord release you into your world. Apostle Genesis, please you're welcome. My man, God bless you. So that is how come most of us, our parents had a delay in childbearing. All because of you. And then the Lord brings you to this world and all that you can say to glorify him. Is that what? You were a mistake? Good morning, mama. God bless you so much for joining us. We love and appreciate you. And all that you are saying that is that you are what? You are a mistake? Is that the name you are calling yourself? Is that the title you have placed upon your life? Because you are not seeing top? Because life is not making meaning? It is not making meaning because you have, you have stopped connecting to your source. You have stopped inquiring. That is why it's not making meaning. That is why. Can you go back to God? Prophet Righteous, I salute you, sir. God bless you so much. I salute praise. Can you go back to him and inquire from him? And inquire of him. What is your original intention about my life? God, 
Show me my purpose. Show me, oh Lord. Reveal my purpose unto me. Because when the purpose of life is not known, life ends with regret. I don't want to regret tomorrow. I don't want to look up tomorrow and be full of regrets. I don't want to be walking on this earth full of burdens. Most of us, that is it. That is why we cannot accomplish anything. Because we don't know why we exist. We are doing plenty things at a time. We are doing plenty things at a time. So there is no focus. Most of us, we cannot be focused. Because we are doing plenty things. A lot of things on our minds. If you know the plan of God for your life, you will not be doing plenty things and be getting tired. So most of us, we are always stressed out. Every day we are stressed out. And when, and when we become stressed out, we think that we are working for God. <laughs> you climb this pulpit, you climb that pulpit. No, I'm so powerful. The way people are calling me, say, you are about to expire. You are about to expire. The way you are available unto men and not available to God, you are about to expire. Most of us, we are too available to men and not God. We are too available to men and not God. Can I push? Okay. Third principle. Third principle. This is a serious principle for me. The third principle states that not every purpose is known to us. <laughs> not every purpose is known to us. Not every purpose is known to us. I want to explain. I want to take my time. The statement will look contradictory. If you, if you hear the statement at first sight, you will think it is contradictory. But I want, I'm going to explain something to you. Not every purpose is known to us. This is the simple meaning. There are a lot of things the Lord has created. Most of us, we don't know the purpose. So we misuse it. We misjudge it. <laughs> Say until you tell your son or until you and your children go to God and ask for their purpose you cannot just stand far and know their purpose you cannot just be looking at them and say ah the way the, he loves this he does that okay so because of that he will be a footballer so you will even go to God this principle is telling us that everything is in the hands of the Lord therefore don't don't use your mind to judge. Don't use psychology to think that because your son loves football so much. So you shouldn't go to God. But rather you should tell your son, please be a footballer. Because I can see that is your gift. <laughs> you will miss it. I love this principle. You will miss it. A lot of us. We have we. Allah <laughs> It is not every purpose that is made known to us. That is why we have to ask God. It is not everything the Lord has created that we will, we will know the purpose of it. 
So we have to ask him. So why did I get married to my wife? Why did the Lord permit that I should marry my wife? The purpose is in the hands of the Lord. I cannot by psychology say. I cannot by psychology know. But I need to ask him. I need to. So that I don't make a mistake. So that I don't judge. So that I don't, I do not judge wrongly. So most of us, there are some things we have learned. Okay, anything you do that, that, that you feel happy about it. It, it can be your talent, it can be your gift. It can, okay, that can be your purpose. Okay, so because of that, oh, I love to play football. Or I know how to, I know how to beat people. So the way I'm able to throw my hands, oh, then I can be a wrestler. So you think that is the reason why you're on this earth. Though you have been able to predict that maybe you are a wrestler, but can you please go to God? Maybe I am able to see some one or two things, so I think that, oh, then I am called to be a prophet. So let me, let me, why don't I remain here so that I prophesy to people alone and not be able to teach? Can you go to God? I don't know whether somebody is getting what I'm trying to say. I don't know whether somebody is getting it. The fact that you are able to predict does not mean that it is the final say go to God. Anytime I preach, the way people clap their hands for me, ah, am I a pastor? Or am I? Anytime that I am playing football with my friends, the way people cheer up on me, am I, am I not a footballer? Please. It may be that you are not a footballer. It is just your hobby. Can you go to God? Can you go to God again and ask Him? Every point I'm giving you is leading you to God. Every point I am giving you, I am making sure that it will lead you to God again. And it will take me to my next point. Four. Where purpose is not, is not known, abuse is inevitable. I repeat. Where purpose is not known, where a man does not know his purpose, abuse is inevitable. If you don't know the, the use of something, you abuse it. Let me give you an example. Let's say that you don't know the purpose of, of an iron. <laughs> I, 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 I want to create something so you understand me well. The principle says, states that where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. So most of us, we are abusing our lives. Because we don't know the purpose. We are abusing our lives. We are wasting time. We are, we are just abusing things. Because we don't know the reason why we are alive. Sir, let's say that you don't know the, the, the purpose of an iron. And that you have one. And every day, you want to open where we put water in. You want to open and put food there. You want to open that place and put food there. Let's say that the bowls in your, in your kitchen, you don't know the purpose of it or you don't know the use of it. You'll be abusing it. Can you drive a car on the sea? It is an abuse. Can you drive a car on the sea? It is an abuse. 
Can you drive a car on a sea? If you die, it is an abuse. If you die, it is an abuse. So that is that is exactly how most of us we are we are doing things. We are just abusing our lives. We have predicted, and we are going by that. We are just abusing our life. That is what most of us are doing. So where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. You cannot drive a car on the sea. It is an abuse. Because the car was built for to fulfill a specific purpose. If you don't know how to use it according to his purpose, and you will be harmed. You can be harmed. Let me tell you something. Aha, let me use this. I think this one day you understand more. Hey. Let's say that. Let's say that you don't know the purpose of DDT. <laughs> I think this one will be clear. Let's say that you don't know the purpose of DDT. Who knows DDT? If you, if you, if you know DDT, you show my hand. DDT. 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 What is the name DDT? And you know, what is the full meaning of DDT? What is the full meaning of DDT? Don't go to online. Don't go to online. Dehydrated and very troublesome. They are dehydrated. <laughs> Don't go to Google. What is the full meaning of DDT? We are all science students. We all did general science. What is the full meaning of DDT? Let me start so that you can remember. Dichloro. Uh-huh. Somebody should continue. Mama, is it blank? Say, please, you're welcome. Hey! LA department. LA as a former. My idea. Dichloro diphenyl. Oh, You are now looking. Dichloro diphenyl. Uh, The smartest are here. Smartness in Kwa. Google help. Uh, smartness in Kwa. Google help. So let's say that you don't know the use of DDT. And then you are, you are, you are doing Gare Sokins. And you put DDT inside. I want to ask you a question. Say, if you die, is it the Lord that has killed you? <laughs> I am driving you somewhere. Can somebody help me and answer? I am asking everybody. You are so you are doing Gare Sokins. And you don't know the purpose of DDT. And you, you put DDT in your Gare Sokins. Say, if you eat it and you die, mommy, is it the Lord that has killed you? <laughs> uh, it's not the Lord there. Eh? Okay. So most of us, it is not the devil that is killing us. It is because we don't know our purpose. It is because we don't even know the reason why the Lord gave you that wife. Some of us, we are abusing things in our lives. We are abusing people around us. People that should have been our helpers. We are sleeping with them. Abuse. People that should have been our helpers. We are insulting them. Abuse. Because you don't know the reason why they came into your life. When purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. 
Can you go back to God and say, Oh God, why did you allow me to drink the DDT? Once you know it will kill me. You should have known the purpose. You should know. You should know. That is why you have the opportunity to go back to the Lord and speak to Him. Most of us, we are abusing our lives. Thank you, Jesus. We are just having so certain things in our lives are killing us. And yet we go back to God. Amen. Certain decisions are killing us. Yet we are like witches and wizards. I always tell you that not everything is witch and wizard, though. We are victims of our own decisions and not of God's judgment. There are certain things that comes upon our life. It is not the judgment of God, it is your wrong decision. It is a wrong decision you took or a wrong decision you have taken that is causing you. It is not God's judgment. It is the consequences of a decision you took. How can you add DDT to Gary's Socket? It is not God's judgment. It is the consequences of the decisions we have taken. We, most of us, we are taking wrong decisions in life without consulting God. And because of that, we are losing precious people. We are losing people that should have become our dream husbands. We are losing people that, have, that should have become great men and great women in our lives. Bad decisions. Uninformed decisions. We are abusing our lives. You can be sincere. You can be sincere in life. But let me tell you something. If you are sincere and yet you don't know your purpose, you will be sincerely wrong. <laughs> if you are sincere, yet you don't know your purpose, you will be sincerely wrong. You can be sincerely wrong. You know you are wrong. There are a lot of us who are doing things. We think that they are good. But we are sincerely wrong. We have taken decisions that were and that are sincerely wrong. It looks good to us. But because it's not part of our purpose. We are sincerely wrong. May the Lord reveal our dreams. Reveal our, our, our purposes unto us. In the name of Jesus. So most of us, we are doing things thinking that. Oh, it's, it's the devil. Hey, hey, as for me, the witches are with me. Oh. As for me, wherever, wherever I go, witches are following me. Sir, can you take a second look at the at the Decisions you are taking, decisions you are making in life. There are some, there are some of us. <laughs> we are abusing a lot of things in our lives. And because of that, say, we, are, we are faithfully wrong. We are faithful towards certain things. But because it is not according to the purpose of God. We are faithfully wrong. Some of us do. We are seriously wrong. Some of us do. We are sincerely wrong. Most of us, we are busy in, in, in ministry, but we are wrong. Because we, we are finding ourselves on the wrong path where the Lord has not apportioned unto us. So we are sincerely wrong. We are seriously wrong. Some of us, we are, we are married. But we are seriously wrong. Most of us, we have entered into certain businesses. 
but we are faithfully wrong. We are faithful towards it, but things are not working. Why? Because we are faithfully wrong. We are seriously wrong. We are sincerely wrong. How can a man attain the thing that is right? It is when a man is walking in the right purpose of God. And how can I know? I can know by asking God. <laughs> is somebody with me? There are some of us, when it is time to get married, we enter into the marriage seriously. Oh Lord, this year, I don't want question to bypass me. Oh God, give me your or I perish. Oh God, give me ransom or I perish. There is nothing like, is your good for me? Oh God, is your part of your purpose for me? Oh God, give me a kosher or I perish. Kandata, ayantata. Father, you know I love Mama Grace. If you don't give me Mama Grace, take my life. Hey! Open the You want to die? Give me Mama Grace or I perish. Oh Lord, if you don't give me Mama Grace, I won't do ministry. So you can see that the guy is praying seriously, but he is seriously wrong. The right prayer has not been said. Make inquiries from the Lord. Is this part of your plans for my life? Is it is this thing, is this woman part of your purpose for my life? Father, if I get married to Akosia. Is she part of your plans for my life? If I get married to Yahweh, is he part of your plans for my life? Is he part of your purpose for my life? Is he part of what you have for my life? Is he part? Hey, Papa Dave, I salute you, great man. God bless you. So most of us are seriously wrong in in ministry. Most of us are faithfully wrong. Most of us are sincerely wrong. Yet we think we are doing the right thing, sir. If it is not according to the purpose of which you exist, sir. Hey, I respond, great man. You, you can be faithful, but faithfully wrong. You can be sincere, but sincerely wrong. You can be, oh Lord, give me Antoinette or I perish. This is the prayer you are praying. That if the Lord doesn't give you Antoinette, you should take your life. Because you want Antoinette badly. You can want her badly. But if it is not according to the purpose the Lord is having for you, sir, you can still be serious. But you are seriously wrong. And that, because of that, you can abuse. You can abuse. Oh, I salute you, sir. God bless you. You can abuse the purpose. You can abuse people. The reason why most of us, we get married to people and we start to beat them, sir. It is only one that is not according to the purpose of the Lord. If it is not according to what the Lord wants for you, you will beat the person out of the out of the marriage, because you won't have peace. And every day you would you would love to throw your hands to prove yourself. But if the, the woman is part of your life, give me Pastor Enoch or I perish. You will perish. And as some of us we have been praying about people that are already married, but still we are telling God, Oh God, you are able to do. 
The Bible says that you are able to do exceedingly and abundantly. It is Pastor Enoch I want. I know he's married. But I say, kill the wife and give me Pastor Enoch because the way he's preaching, the way he's doing his things, oh Lord, this is the man I want to work with. Hey, sir, you will die. You will die. You are praying that the Lord should kill somebody's wife so that you have the husband. You are doing it seriously, but you are wrong. You are praying to God alright, but you are wrong. May God have mercy. And I want to tell you that people abuse things because they don't know their purposes. You don't know that's why you're busy. Most of us we know, but we disregard. When you don't know your purpose, you disregard things. I think I'm a, it's about to cut. Can, can I come for just uh, one hour and then so I can finish or I should close? It is left with just three. Should I go and come or I should close? The decision lies on everybody. Help me take a decision. More, daddy, go and come. Okay, we will see now, Ben, to go and come. Yes, please, I will. I will post it. Uh, I am asking whether I should go and come. You say, please, will you post it? Wait, I have to God bless you. So I will be coming back. I'm left with three so I can finish. So that Monday I can enter into next. <laughs> I hear I'm going, I'm going, I'll come back. God bless you. Mama Jutra, me titi woman we you. I can't go back say ja. Oh how me do ye. Okay, so please we are going, but we'll be we will we'll be coming back in the name of Jesus. Wait, okay. Now when you end the WhatsApp, it takes long. So you take your time. Let it cut itself. And then I will come back. I'll come back for just an hour. And I'll be out of here. It'll be more home free. I don't cover it for from. It will be a cut. It will be a cut. Hey. Janssen Mofo. Mofo. Juma. I'm here from Janssen Mofo. Baby, you'll be tired here. Thank you, Jesus. So we are coming back. Okay, I wanted to cut so I can go and come back. Soon, soon, police. There's soon, soon, police. Hey, teachers are on strike in Ghana. <laughs> 